The Word in the World. You're listening to The Word in the World podcast, a resource to help make the world around you make sense. Let's zone in and share with each other our knowledge, encouragement, wisdom, and understanding. This is The Word in the World. Welcome back to the Word in the World podcast. Where we bring you topics, talk, and truth. Everything, Everything from the news to the New Testament. Oh, nah. We got an intruder, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, there's some strange fire there. Wow. <laughs> unauthorized. <laughs> incense. Yo. Yes, unauthorized incense. <laughs> we just talked about that. Oh, man. We got hey, an interloper. JK. JK. Yeah. Hey, guys. In all seriousness, Pastor Gregory Wardlow joins us this evening. What's up? What's up? What's yes, up? Yes, yes, And uh, he is coming from the Lighthouse on the Pike Church. Y'all ever watched uh, Tavis Smiley? Um, not in like 10 oh, yeah, years. Yeah, uh, the uh, what's the face? I forget what they call him. Um, I'm thinking of the wrong person. I said, what he going to do? What's Tavis? What? <laughs> I don't know. What's he still? What's I'm he? thinking of Ricky Smiley. He do that church wow. segment, that church yeah, segment yeah, yeah. on the show. You said Tavis Smiley. Tavis. <laughs> different. That's a different, different guy. Oh, my What's man. up, y'all? We got a, uh, a really dope uh, episode today yeah. for you um, that Julia actually um, was on her heart. Um, so she's going to tell you, and we're going to talk about it. Let's do it. Awesome. Yeah, I was just kind of thinking about um, how... People nowadays, especially Christians, like we can go to internet church or mm. like decide and not just for like if we're sick or something like that, but just mm. decide, hey, I'm not really for, you know, having to meet in a building all the time. Or I like maybe a pastor or a preacher that I don't I don't live there. So I'm going to just kind of, you know, watch him or watch her. Mm. And I think that's I think that's cool. I think that's sufficient for, you know, my spiritual walk. Um, mm. I think it's happening more and more now lately. And I think it's it's worth a conversation. Like, is that OK? What is e-church, internet church? You know what I mean? That kind of thing. Are there pros wow. and cons to it? Uh, should we be in a physical building with other believers? Like, what's the value in that? Those yeah, kind of things. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I, I, out of the gate, I kind of want to talk about, well, I kind of want to ask you guys, why do you think it's so prevalent? You know, because I, I didn't think question. about the point that you have already made. Like, I don't live close to that pastor, but I like the way he yeah. preaches or delivers a message. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So what's wrong with me? just you know because i like his message going to online church mm-hmm. yeah. you know yeah, yeah so like uh and then like what are other reasons you know you think this is becoming like a thing right mm. you know mm. i mean as exactly. churches become you know like i guess more uh technologically capable mm-hmm. <laughs> that was tough um you, you know <laughs> <laughs> people are going on youtube Yo, and this you got- man is a software engineer i'm sorry and he he couldn't say technologically <laughs> oh that's out that's rough that's rough dude wow. he's had a long day though let's let's show some yeah, grace. Give me some slack right. man it is friday our oh, time so like 20 hours building technologically there you go but yeah you satisfied i am yeah okay, I, I would i would i can speak from my yeah. personal experience right. so. um no, there was a point in time where clowning me. <laughs> my bad. There was a point in time where uh I was kinda like between church homes. True. And at that point I felt like I was definitely feeling like online church was sufficient mm-hmm. for me. Um yeah. and I was even saying things of that nature, like, yo, you ain't gotta go to the building, you know, the church is everywhere, we are the church, you know. Right, yeah. Justifying it by scripture and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um and that was a good thing for me at that time because I still was getting some kind of, um, I guess, like just learning about God and, and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but then 
there was a shift where I, I, again, learning the scripture and stuff, started to realize like, oh no, I should um, be, you know, joining huh. with people physically. Yeah. Wow. And so then we started to actually like look for a home church more actively than we were. Mm-hmm. But it was a time where I was like, this is cool, yeah. you know. Because we could add into that, we have like a men's fellowship meeting. Mm-hmm. So I felt like, hey, I'm going to this and I'm going to that every two weeks. Mm. Cool. Got you. Know, you. I'm doing my bedside Baptist thing and I'm meeting up with these people. Yeah. So I felt like, I don't know, it was okay. Yeah, yeah. To not leave the crib. Yeah. And I felt like I can do this more often than go on Sundays. Hmm. That was one of my... Um, Wow, you know, yeah, I see what you mean. Like, that's a good I could, point. I could look at thirty sermons, yeah, hmm. where I'm only getting one on Sunday. This hmm. is efficient. Yeah, yeah. It was a, it was a, <laughs> it was like a efficient content receiving type of thing. Like mm-hmm. I'm receiving, receive me, me, yeah. me, me, get all I can get, get oh, what I can get. Right. I, can mm. get. I see yeah. where you're going. Yeah, right. Okay, okay. Ah man, you yeah. jumping, you jumping. Well, you asked why this stuff happened. Yeah. No, I think it's good. Yeah. I was thinking, too, about um, when I moved here uh, to the East Coast from the Midwest, similar thing. Mm-hmm. Looking for churches, hadn't really found one yet. And so I just kind of gravitated towards watching it on the Internet and then figuring it out later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it is it necessarily something, like, wrong with this, though? That's the question. That's yeah. The, that's the question. Yeah. Like, well, do you, I guess, like, did you feel, like, at any point, like, like something's wrong? You I will mean? say like, that I did feel, like, a little bit. Con- I felt like I was going against the grain, I mm. guess. Mm. And that ultimately, now I realized that was the Holy Spirit telling me, like, hey, you ain't you ain't exactly, like, doing what I'm telling you to do. Because mm. I, I knew that I was, like, pushing against something. Yeah. Like, you know, not revolutionary, but, like, I knew that I was going against some kind of uh, established order. Mm. Like, yo, you ain't got to go to church. You the church. You can stay at home as long as you praying and as long as you got your relationship. Nah, 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 nah. That was the mindset. Not that that's wrong, but you know, that's I guess part of our combo. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I could definitely say I like was in that same like space too. But I think it had a lot to do with like uh, this is me being transparent. But like what I had heard, I guess like prior to being in that space like i uh, growing up in a church i would hear things like you know what you have to have you know a church family you have to have a pastor you have to have you know a church home like these types Mm -hmm. of things so when i was in that space without these things i felt like a a guilt you know what i'm saying but i couldn't necessarily say it was like a conviction but it was just like a well now this is what you heard all the time and now you're not necessarily being obedient to that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that type of a thing. Um, yeah. So yeah, like that caused me to feel like, all right, like this, this might not be right, mm-hmm. you know, but yeah. But yeah, do you think uh, it's like, uh, like, do you think it, it can be, cause I mean, like, it, it seems like it can be some benefits to it, right? Like your ability to be able to watch like a whole bunch of like, you know, sermons and stuff like that. Right. Mm-hmm. But, like, I guess I'm trying to figure out for the person who's asking this question, like, where do we start to go, like, wrong with it? Like, what's the issue? You know, like, what's the issue with attending church online rather than a physical church mm-hmm. with other believers? I think the answer to your first question <clears throat> is, is there anything wrong with, mm-hmm. quote, unquote, e-church? The answer is no. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with the Internet. Um 
So watching, as as Jason mentioned and Julio as well, is watching different pastors over the internet was it's nothing different than watching before the internet like took off and streaming was took off. We we were able to some of the larger churches that had funding we could watch them on television. Especially right. on cable. Mm-hmm. So before I used to like watch, I, I attended church, but some of some other preachers that I liked, I would turn on BET or uh, VH1 yeah. and all those other channels and watch a, a lot of different preachers all across the world that I like watching. Yeah. Um, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong. And I think that the, 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 the church, and now I say well, churches or local churches that can afford streaming and television, I think it's a great tool to get their message out to people and or places that they probably would have never mm-hmm. ever been able to get in contact with, whether it's social media, whether it's because you post it on your website, YouTube, any one of these avenues that it's available to us, I think it's a great thing for any church that if you can afford it and have the resources to use those particular tools. So the first answer to the, the first question is no, there's nothing wrong with it. Mm. Right? Um, where it becomes wrong, if, 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 if we could use the word wrong, mm. I wouldn't necessarily say wrong, where I, I think that it would be advised is that when we look at the word church mm-hmm. and what it is, first of all, we've all said, because well, Jason said it a lot, but I've heard the term because we've used it all. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm the church. Well, that's wrong. You're not the church. You're part of the church. Uh-huh. Yeah. And church and it's and how the word was designed or originally formed mm-hmm. just it just means that you're part the church is referred to as the body of Christ mm-hmm. so none of us individually is the body of Christ we're mm-hmm. all members or a part of the body of Christ and that's um, where it starts to get and, and yeah so if, mm-hmm. I, I think that if we if we start looking at it from that particular like look at those particular things so no I am not the church alone mm-hmm. I'm just a little small part uh-huh. of the church collectively when we're together or wherever we're at, we collectively make up the body of Christ or the church. So is there anything wrong with the Internet? Absolutely not. Um, but when those things began to um, replace God's original model mm-hmm. on how what his plan was, on how we were to commune with one another, mm-hmm. that's where the problem begins. And, you know, so for the person to say, well, where does it say that in the Bible? Yeah. It doesn't. But right. we can trace from God's. Uh, creation of man and his forming of them and how he expected them to be a community all the way throughout the Bible, through the Mm -hmm. Old Testament with Israel, Mm -hmm. through the New Testament where we see the forming of the church, even these, this, this, this intertestament period with Jesus and his disciples. Mm -hmm. It is a consistent flow from the creation of man all the way to even when we get, where we see John in the book of Revelation in heaven, there's a community of believers together. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's a community and it it is consistent. Mm -hmm. So the whole purpose, it, it was God who said that it wasn't good for Adam to be alone. Adam yeah. never had this conversation about I need somebody with me or mm-hmm. anything. It was God. So this was God's already, this was his plan that he yeah. created someone to be with Adam. He, 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 we, we see all throughout the creation that people were together. Yeah. People were together. Even when we look in the age of the church, starting with the book of Acts. Yeah. It is consistent from before Jesus ascends, he tells the disciples to go and wait. We see in the next section that they were together. Yeah. We see when the Holy Spirit came on the church that they were together. Yeah. Everything after that, it talks about that they were together and they communed together. They prayed together. It says they went from house to house together, Yeah. not individually. And so it is consistent all yeah. the way throughout the Bible that God's plan and his creation of man for us, for, that we were to be a community of people mm-hmm. and together we make up the body of, uh, of mm-hmm. Christ. And we can't do that via the internet. 
Yeah, I was actually going to add that you could even say that God, in a sense, exists together. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. the three persons. He's one God, but huh. he's wow. he in itself is kind of together. Also, wow. fellowship. Yeah. yeah. But do we see, I guess, like any um, like, I don't know, because I guess the person who is a member of E-Church, right, is probably like, well, like, what's the point of me getting together? What's the benefit or like, like, can we point to anything in scripture where there's like a impact as a result of the believers getting together? You know what I'm yeah. saying? Anything pour yeah. out of that yeah. collective, mm-hmm. you know, gathering of the people or whatever, like, yeah. what can you we could, point to? I mean, it takes, it takes a... um understanding like they're talking about of who god is mm-hmm. um because i mean ultimately what christ came for others he didn't come for himself um so there's this aspect of servitude and service to people um that comes along with being in christ um and so you see in acts that they it says i think in acts 4 that they shared all things in common uh-huh. um uh-huh. they gave of their possession so that those who were in need uh-huh. could receive something um how do you know who needs something if you're not fellowshipping and around people? Yeah. If you're just staying home and you're silo, mm-hmm. how do you know if your brother and sister, and it's not to say that you're not a Christian, but how do you know if they don't have a need somewhere? You know, And it's constantly mm. repeated um, in scripture. I mean, it's in, um, I was just reading Ephesians, and I think it was Ephesians where Paul is like, to the one who used to steal, you know, steal no more, you know, but like see who has a need and mm-hmm. give to that person, that type yeah. of thing. Um, so it's it's all over scripture and i mean paul says stuff like you know i yearn to come to you Mm -hmm. speaking to these different groups of believers like Mm -hmm. he was making it evident that like we should be wanting to be together and joining Mm -hmm. together um you can't have the lord's supper if you're not with people you can't (laughs) you know it's like it's it's obvious but i wanted to talk about also something that julia mentioned before like um like because i feel like you can be in church Mm-hmm. And be there physically, true. Yeah. Still not, and not be really be, yeah, doing the things that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Like because there or are some churches out here that you know it's a ten thousand member congregation true. and right. every single services, you know, fifteen hundred people and stuff like that, and you're in and out. Yeah, you know. So there's there's that wow. that there's like I guess like different levels of this connectedness yeah. to the body and participation in communion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but even to some of those larger churches, uh, because a lot of them catch a bad rep, there are a lot of them that have actual processes in place mm-hmm. to still, even though it's a large church, that they have processes in place uh, through smaller groups and things of that nature where um, they still have a model to create this part of a community. I mean, Israel mm-hmm. was, it was millions of them. I think it was over six million people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And God even told Moses to divide them into thousands and tens of thousands. And so, so just because it's a large number yes it is kind of harder to do that but just because it's large numbers doesn't mean that those community type models aren't there i wasn't well. digging at the church yeah I no no I, no I just didn't want anybody to hear that oh yeah, yeah. okay as okay. if because i mean honestly like I mean, there's something wrong with yeah, yeah, yeah oh no no no, 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 no. there's no dig at the church i'm saying there are, i've definitely got friends and i've been there before where i felt like yo i'm gonna just go yeah. See the sermon and dip, yeah. and that's cool, and that's okay. I went to church, check, you know right. what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And then when you experience something different, you're like, oh, like, I actually, you kind of can see, like, this is what I was doing before, and now I'm in this different space, and it's like, oh, I feel like I'm a part of something and actually yeah. contributing. Yeah. Whereas yeah. before, I was just popping up, and there, and, and, and I'm out. Yeah, yeah. I, I think people, um, where is it, Romans chapter 12 tells us to offer ourselves 
offer yourself mm-hmm. as a living sacrifice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, contextually, that can mean a lot of things, but the point is that it tells you to offer yourself. Mm-hmm. In most cases, uh, a lot of us comes to ch- we come to church looking to see what we can get mm-hmm. versus what we can offer. Yeah. And even with the coming of Christ, Christ did not come to get anything. Mm-hmm. He came to offer. What did he offer himself? And likewise, and again, if we're talking about those of us who have now called ourselves believers, and, and there is a maturation process mm-hmm. involved, but the closer and closer that the more of we know of him, the more we should be offering to him. And mm-hmm. how do we offer to him? It starts by offering to being there to offer ourselves for one another. Mm-hmm. So just like he yeah. gave for us, we have to give for one another as yeah. well. Which brings up another question, then what is the purpose? What should be the purpose of church then? Because I feel like that could be mm. part of the issue. Like, yeah, yeah, it's just, yeah that's, that's yeah. great. And, and that's then second one, one more. Second yeah. one is um, the difference between pastoring and preaching, I think, is an issue, yeah. too. Wow. A lot of people just want to hear the word, but they don't really want to be pastored, if that makes sense. So you I'm, say I'm, the word slower again so they can hear it. They don't want to be what? <laughs> they don't want to be pastored. She said pastored. It's a, it's a thing. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, it is. So I'm just throwing out a couple of things, but I think that's real. And I've been on. First question, I didn't, I didn't totally get what you were saying. What is the oh, point of the church? What did I say? Yeah, what is the she purpose? Yeah. yeah. What's, or what should be the purpose? Oh. Well, not of going, just of the church in general. Yeah, what okay. is the purpose? I think that's the issue with with um, people not. Not understanding. Yeah. Like okay. what's wrong with each church? I think it boils down to the purpose. Yeah, because mm-hmm. my mind, like as soon as you said that, my mind jumped to like what, what impact can the church have right. in the community, mm-hmm. you know, or like outreach or, you know, in uh mentoring, you yeah. know, or whatever. But people preaching. would try to combat that with, well, I send the money so that, that they gave them what they needed to buy the resources. Yeah. I feel like there's a way around. Just <laughs> true. True. Yeah. But you're still like, like you're kind of like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I know exactly. I know exactly what you mean, but it's like, you know, like it still takes a person to do that in it does. work. Somebody you know got to I mean? do it. And you're kind of like, I don't mean to say it like this, but it's kind of like an easy way out to be like, yeah, take the cash, you right. know, do what you got to <laughs> do, you know? I think it's a lack of, um, a lack of seeking God, you know, mm-hmm. in terms of wanting to know him. Mm-hmm. Because ultimately when you start to do that, then you'll start to realize what he is about, what his character is like yeah. and what he desires and what pleases him. Um, but I think our posture when it comes even to Christianity often is like, you know, get in mind, right. you know, what can yeah. I get out of this type right. of thing? How can I, even if it's good stuff, how can I get healed or how could I get this? Mm-hmm. It's never like, how can I, you know, Contribute. make sure that everyone is good and do yeah. others like that is not at the end, even myself, that's mm-hmm. not at the top yeah. of my desires. Like what's, yeah. what can True. I do for Marcus today that would just make better yeah. him as my brother in Christ? Yeah. I don't wake up like that. I think right. that, that question you asked, like really deserves yeah, a I want bit to go back more to attention. Her question. Yeah. yeah. Which one? Is, I, that's uh, a couple about, of them. Which one? Uh, about <laughs> her first question was okay. like, what is the, uh, the, 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 purpose, the point, the purpose yeah. of going to church? Yeah, the point, that's, yeah. that's super important. And uh-huh. it, only because we just happen to currently be talking about this, yeah. even at our church, we see immediately in the book of Acts. And I keep addressing the book of Acts for a reason, because the book of Acts is the book where the body of Christ, the, the, the church in its proper context, we see the first forming of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and we see three immediate things when it comes concerning the church. 
And this is where, and this is what gels us together. The first thing is the church is now the day where the Holy Spirit is 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 is, is the is the authority now on earth. Mm -hmm. Jesus has ascended, and now the Holy Spirit. So the first thing that that about the church is the Holy Spirit. The second one is community, mm -hmm. um, and then and so so the Holy Spirit. He he's the one. He's the glue that gels us together as a community. And mm -hmm. why are we a community? It's about the Great Commission. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is the this is the, this is the reason why Jesus formed His body. He says that now mm -hmm. you're going to go out and be my witnesses. Mm -hmm. Witnesses to where the world. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and we're going to do it together by the power and the gelling of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Those three elements right there is the foundation of what we will call church. Right. Mm -hmm. And if those three elements aren't there, um, and this and because some things you know we can say that's opinion. Yeah. This is an opinion. Right. This is actual biblical truth. Mm -hmm. If those three foundational principles are not there, then you don't have a church. Right. Or you're not part of a church. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and it has absolutely nothing to do with the name on our buildings or our physical addresses. Because when we look at the church within its context, these people they didn't they they, they didn't meet up in buildings. Um, as a matter of fact, we'll see if we've seen the rest of the book of Acts that they went from house to house. Mm -hmm. So, and it goes back to that whole concept of Jesus talking about your neighbor, who is your neighbor yeah. mm -hmm. um, and loving your neighbor as you love yourself. How can you love God who you can't see, but hate your brother who you do see? Mm -hmm. It's, I mean, it's all, it's, it's all sold in there, mm -hmm. um, but it's those three elements, the Holy Spirit, community, mm -hmm. and, um, um, the great commission. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, but. Is the church, going back to that question, is it a place for me to... Um, is it a place? <laughs> is it in a place? today's context, yes, it is. Mm -hmm. So it's two things. It's a physical mm -hmm. place because we all go to our local churches, mm -hmm. wherever, whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. So yes, it is a physical place, but more importantly, it's a spiritual body. It's a spiritual body, and even the physical place, we have to define what that is. Mm -hmm. A church, the physical church, is an assembly of members of the body of at Christ one at one place. Right. And we can just, you don't want to say all of that every time you say church. Yeah, I, I'm right. going to the assembly like of the body of Christ say in, that you know, time. Landover. You know, like, no, you just say I'm going to church. Right. But it is a very, very, I think it's been trivialized because we, you know, we have allowed, we all just whatever contribute to it. But, yeah. you know, just saying like, oh, I'm going to church or you're a church person or this is a church. But it's a very profound word when you unravel mm -hmm. what it is. Yeah. It's literally a group of people who have the spirit of God in them who should be trying to spread the message of repentance and et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. so it's not just like, oh, like I've had people come to D.C. and they're like, man, there's so many churches here. Hmm. And it is. I had to, I never took back, took a step back and looked. But like yeah. in the DMV, there's a lot of churches, yeah. even in this like probably in this little whatever community yeah. here. Um, and I think that. I think about this a lot. Like, I think that, going back to the question, like, mm -hmm. I think it really, I don't know if water's down, but it makes it feel like it's just a normal thing. I guess I could say it like that. Okay. Like, a church is just, you know, the group of people who go somewhere where it really should be like this. Like, what our, what we know is the greatest news on earth. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. you, you get what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. it just makes it feel like... But it's a good thing, though, that there are churches. You know, I think it's a testament to the kingdom spreading, of course. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I almost want to see fire shoot out of them joints or something. Wow. Yeah. That would be a sense. Thunderbolts. <laughs> so what you're actually saying is that you almost want to see fire shoot out of us because the building by itself mm. couldn't. That's what mm. I'm saying. The building is just a building. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm here for that. Okay. Uh, 
What was the second question now? The difference between preaching and pastoring. Oh, wow. Because I think that can be an issue for some people, I guess, to think about. Because I think if, if you're just going for preaching, then yeah, you can pull up a video and get a bunch of good stuff. But yeah. can you truly be pastored that way? Yeah, because I feel like we're also mixing those up, right? Yeah. Like That's what I, I think s- is happening. Yeah. I see a preacher... I see a pastor who is preaching yeah. and I think that that's, and that's what enough. pastoring is. Yeah. I got my word that. for the day or for the week or I'll get another one. I'll watch another sermon yeah. tomorrow and then I'll get that word and then I'm good. That's right. that's all that I need. Mm-hmm. Is that all that we need? These are kind of rhetorical, yeah. but is, it's is definitely all? not. I mean, because you, we don't, we don't look at it <clears throat> as us having an impact in that pastor's life when it's clearly right. scripture that talks about like how as the congregation, you are supposed to have a relationship with the elder Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm I'm thinking of ones to talk about correcting them and, yeah. you know, not to do it publicly and stuff like that. And, you yeah. know, young men honor <clears throat> your elders and stuff. But if you don't if you don't understand that aspect of it, yeah, you'll just whatever. I can just watch this dude and, and not care. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are some. Um, the, the preaching part of of, of, of pastoring, you know, and I'm using air quotes here. Um, yeah. pre- preaching is one of the assignments. Uh, pre- pre- preaching is one of the assignments of a pastor. But the truth of the matter is, I mean, there's a lot of people, even sitting in our churches, who has the ability to preach. Mm-hmm. Um, but pastoring or shepherding is another way of looking at leadership. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be a leader to be a preacher. True. And when we, if, if we look at the, the, the if we just want to look at the, the, the word pastor or being pastored or pastoring in the yeah. simplest form, now we're talking about relationship mm-hmm. um, yep. and guidance um, and leadership. Um, and there's a whole lot of other things that's involved mm-hmm. in that. Um, personally, I mean, just, just to make it more, um, relatable mm-hmm. at, at my church we're a smaller congregation I should say the Lord's church but the, the, the church that the Lord has assigned me to we're a smaller congregation so I have the ability that mm-hmm. I can be one on one with all of our members and mm-hmm. um, from calling on the telephone to I meet at some of their homes I meet them at work we go to lunch yeah. um, we meet at the church um, text message I mean there's a there's a personalization there's a relationship that's being developed here yeah. Um, something just as simple like, hey, I was thinking about you today, mm-hmm. something I could pray for you about. That's when, when we get into pastoring. Now we're talking about having like this 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 relationship um, again with the leader. Um, and that's something that, you again, just to kind of go back to what our original topic is, you can't necessarily do that online. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Now, again, yeah. churches, some of the larger ones, that the larger one in a sense, to have resources available. I mean, they got people standing by online. Right. And you can send a message and they'll respond back to you. They'll yeah. call you to have the prayer lines, all of that stuff. And, yeah. and, and, and again, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. The problem with, if I would use the word problem, is these people don't know you. Right. And neither do you know them. Mm-hmm. And I just think that it's a different level of intimacy when you and I actually know one another. Mm-hmm. We serve with one another. Yeah. So we laugh together. We cry together. Um, today, you didn't have any bread. Tomorrow, I don't have any milk. And we've shared. Right. Everyth- mm-hmm. All things have become common with us. Um, you know, I need I, I need $5 for gas. Well, I don't know how many gallons that'll get us today. But the point is that we suffer with one another. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we also have joyous times with one another. Mm-hmm. From leadership to the followers perspective, mm-hmm. but even amongst um, the followers amongst each other. And, mm-hmm. and again, here it is. It's that community mm-hmm. yep. um, that, um, again, I'm not knocking 
online or technology or anything. Lord knows we're trying to develop some of those um, yeah. um, bases even with us, but that's not what we do. Uh, what we do is is what's in front of us. They'll, those are just other avenues on how we can get our message across. It, it should be the exception, not the rule. Yeah. yeah. Can I bring up Paul for a second? I sure. was thinking about Paul when you were talking. A lot of his letters outside of Romans, cause I don't think he'd been there yet. Yeah. They're personal mm-hmm. letters. Mm-hmm. They're not supposed to be disembodied from hmm. his experience with them. He came wow. there and preached to my knowledge. He was a pastor essentially. Mm-hmm. And so he's writing them not just because he wants, he feels inspired to write, but he's writing, you know, by the hand of God, basically, because he's been there. Like you said, he knows what he's going, yeah. what they're going through. Yeah, and he's yeah. writing specifically to what they are, um, that, that, what they're going through. And yeah. so I think even today, wow. I think that it, the issue that I have with it, at least with e-church, is that if you you or I are listening to a particular preacher who is, he is he's, he or she is probably pastoring their church that's right. there, mm-hmm. but they could be speaking to the issues that happen to be the issue there, and we can kind of glean from it. But to me, it's not the same as if I walk into right, you know yeah. my church and my pastor is preaching right. with me in mind, like specifically and with Absolutely. other people. To me, that's different, and I think mm-hmm. you that's one thing to me you lose. You're kind of getting it secondhand. Yeah, yeah. Those people are there with their pastor, and you're at home watching those people with their pastor. Right? Yeah. It's, there, yeah. it's something wrong with that picture. They're with them. Right. <laughs> right. You're not. Yeah. There's this verse in Hebrews 13 that says, Obey your leaders and submit to them, for they are keeping watch over your souls as those who will have to give an account. Let them do this with joy and not with groaning, for that would be of no advantage to you. Mm -hmm. But something that G said about, um, you know, just knowing the person, like, I think the fact that this is talking about them keeping watch over your souls mm-hmm. yeah you know and worrying about you falling away and all this type of stuff mm-hmm. i think when you talked about like yeah you can write into some of these pastors and try to you know get yeah. some counsel on something but this is a going a bit further and saying that a, yeah. your leader should be watching over your very soul and making sure that you're staying in christ and in the body not falling away and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff that person in over the internet, he don't know what you're doing yeah. every day. Yeah. Or he doesn't see you smiling, see you upset, see you crying. Right. And you can't walk into his office and be like, hey, what's up? Yeah, what you, you know. But <laughs> it's a very, it's a soul aspect to this. Yeah. Not Absolutely. just a, hey, what college am I, should I go to? Yeah, right. you know? And even with, jo- with Julia speaking, talking about Paul's letters. If you look at Paul's letters, Paul was mentioning people by name. Right, right. that's what I'm saying. All throughout his letters, he named the women, <laughs> he named the men. And then sometimes he, he, he spared the embarrassment and talked mm-hmm. about, hey, who, who's this guy that's sleeping with his father's wife that yeah. I hear about? Right. Like, like Paul knew these people. At some point in time, mm-hmm. there was this relationship that mm-hmm. was developed. And that's the difference between having a pastor mm-hmm. and just listening to someone preaching. Yeah. Now, what do y'all make of... Um, because Francis Chan comes to mind. I don't know a lot about him. Marcus has put me up on him more than anything. But even with what we do, we have like a, a couples Bible study that we meet every month. And we also, like I said, we have a men's group that we meet every two weeks. But there's not necessarily like a pastor in those settings. Mm-hmm. Or um, I wouldn't even say there's a leader. There may be de facto leaders. Yeah. This person, you know, you, you know, but like, um, what about that type of setting? Because I even have a friend who... Um, just yesterday said like I don't go to church mm-hmm. but you know but I go to my Bible study every other week and mm-hmm. that for me mm-hmm. is my you know his church experience or his yeah, fellowship good. with the body of Christ um, but I I like it but just in our talk right now I'm thinking about this whole leadership aspect and like what authority then are we submitting under who is watching over the souls of those mm-hmm. people in that kind of situation yeah. should they still be like diligently working to find an actual you know organized body of believers who has 
leadership structure and elders mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know deacons whatever you know that type right. of thing i like that because i think like with the uh with the every you know like you getting together for bible study with your peers without leadership like you might come across a situation where somebody is caring for your soul enough to hold you accountable enough to talk mm-hmm. to you right. and to you stuff like that but nobody's designated for that position mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying whereas when you go to the house of lords like somebody is assigned that position god has placed mm-hmm. somebody there to do that work consistently mm-hmm. constantly for everybody mm-hmm. you know yeah. versus like picking and choosing you know or yeah. happenstance type of a thing yeah scripturally you don't really even see that happening not to my knowledge like you always see there's somebody accountable mm-hmm. moses joshua you know even the judges mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so but watch yeah. this okay um new testament wise so um you know when we look at moses and judges i mean there was different things happening but even when we look at the new church here's what we're commissioned to do we're commissioned to go out and make disciples Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. all of us Mm -hmm. i don't care who you are there is no position for that all of us are called to go out and make disciples so the answer to the questions is is yes ultimately people should be uh, con- constantly moving forward mm-hmm. that they directly should have connection with some church. However, comma, that's unrealistic. Mm-hmm. And some people are not going to be a part of a church and you are their connection to a church because mm-hmm. you are connected to a church. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yes. So yeah. if we're going out and making disciples, yeah. it's not... <laughs> Again, if if we're making disciples, mm-hmm. just like we're a student to a teacher, yeah. these people that we come in contact with has the relationship with you. Mm. Amen. And yeah. you ultimately become this person yeah. that's responsible for them as God uses you yeah. because you're developing this relationship. So like, no, you're not a pastor of a church, but mm. you are a member of the body of Christ. And mm. your job is to disciple others yeah. and likewise cause them to disciple others. And we mm. see this all throughout Paul's letters. Mm-hmm. that people were writing letters to other people and then they would send it to Paul because they had a connection. So mm-hmm. we see at one point, wow. Paul talks to the Corinthian church and say, yeah. hey, to those people over there at Phoebe's house. And then there's another general right. letter where he's just <laughs> talking to some other general people that had questions that sent it through Phoebe. And then mm-hmm. some places he left Timothy in charge. Mm-hmm. And then he told Timothy, hey, I need for you to go there and you start establishing leaders and this is the bylaws on how you do that. Mm-hmm. So I think that if we get out of that model yeah. of thinking that I need to have a title, well, you do have a title right mm. it's called the body of christ <laughs> disciple yeah. it's yeah. called a disciple and our job is to go out and make disciples right mm-hmm. if we look at it from that aspect mm. then you are the connection yeah to the church that some of these peoples that do not have connection to are so now mm. you are responsible for those people mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. you're the one that's giving an account you're praying for them yeah the lord is waking you up Hmm. because this person is on your mind not for you to call your pastor your yeah. pastor don't even have a relationship with them yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. you go to their house serve communion with them yeah you be a witness mm-hmm. and i think and again yes the, the structure like we should all people should be drawing but that's again that's not what the commission was about there's going to be some people that's not going to be there and you're going to be the only church that they have right mm-hmm. yeah that's yeah. good yeah good it reminds me of uh ephesians Four, talking about Christ, um, it says he gave some as apostles. This is four eleven. Some mm-hmm. as apostles, some as prophets, some as evangelists, some as pastors and teachers. And then this is the part for the equipping of the saints for the work of service to the building up of the body of Christ. Yeah. So it's like all these different offices mm-hmm. actually um, contributing in the way that you're talking about. Yeah. It's not just pastor. Yeah. Like 
there's different teachers and this and that. So yeah. Jesus had 12 for the equipping. <laughs> Jesus called out 12 disciples. I mean, 12 apostles out of 500, 500 disciples. Right. Mm-hmm. Were they not his disciples or he had just sectioned these particular 12 out for a specific duty? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. He still told, he sent out the 72 two by two and told them to go out and cast out demons and heal the sick and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. But they yeah. wasn't called apostles. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. But he told them to go out and do the same stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Mm. Again, I just think that we box we we box ourselves in with with titles and positions. True. Mm-hmm. When one the, the 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 common denominator between all of us is again, it's those three things. It goes back. Um, we 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 all need the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. and it's Him who empowers us to do these particular things. Mm-hmm. We all need to be a part of a community. Yeah. And as the community, we're to go out and perform or be a witness, which is the great commission for Jesus Christ. Yes, yeah. sir. That yeah. made me just think of another question, which no. is. <laughs> I love this. I know, right? Um, oh, no, it's lots of questions. Got excited. <laughs> oh, what was the question? It was good. Oh, so what, what would we say to a person that says, well, I don't really feel ready or I don't really think I can? Mm be that that extension because oh. I, I feel like that's a common wow it's a great you know, question you know what i'm saying yeah. i didn't go to seminary or i don't feel like i know the bible that well yeah. and so there's i feel like there's always a distancing or often there's a distancing with a lot of people like that sounds great but I, yeah. i'm not doing that well the first thing that they say wrong is is i true <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> right. don't feel mm-hmm. and then i think the second one was that <laughs> i am not equipped yeah. Mm. And the truth of the matter is you're right on both. Yeah, um, because this isn't based off of a feeling. It's ba- this is mm. this is sanctioned by a command. Mm. And Jesus didn't ask them how they felt about it. He told them to do it. Mm-hmm. And True. then secondly, you're absolutely right. They were not equipped. So that's why he told them to wait until they received the Holy Spirit because he will give them power mm-hmm. to be his witnesses. So it has absolutely nothing to do with our education more than it has everything to do with our relationship with the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. who's going to lead us and guide us to all truth and all understanding yeah. and he's the inner working of the, so the answer to the questions for a person that feel that way I'm glad you come to that conclusion because now that just goes to show that you need Christ that much more. Mm-hmm. Good. Mm-hmm. Good. Wow. Good. I got one more devil's advocate question uh, going on that line. What about a person that's let's say they're struggling with something or they want to you know claim there's some issue like Maybe with repentance or something like mm-hmm. that. What do we do with someone who says, well, I'm trying to get my life, you know, probably shouldn't be that extension. Oh. I feel like I've heard that too. Like yeah, I, I'm you know not I mean? perfect enough to. Essentially, like I don't feel like I'm in the right, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever you want to call it, space to do that. Yeah, none of us are. None of us We're are, all yeah. sinners saved by grace. True. Mm-hmm. And we all have a fleshly, uh, sinful desire. Mm-hmm. And that's why every single last one of us is required to submit to the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. <laughs> again it's the, it's the Holy Spirit again but it is like a self-examination yeah. yeah because you know Jesus does talk about like you know you're trying to tell your brother not to do this thing you know the whole take the log out your eye so mm-hmm. th- I don't know if that's different but but yeah, yeah you the person is saying it about themselves yes so they've okay. already I've examined heard. they've they've did okay. the examination they're okay. saying like hey I'm not good I, enough. I, I, I've yeah. got issues I'm doing so this yeah stuff. sometimes you <laughs> might not want to address something if you know like ah oh, that I ain't I ain't there yet to be saying anything about that mm-hmm. but mm. got no oh. I'm listening I'm yeah, I, I just I, I agree. I, again mm-hmm. I just think it's that it, it's the Lord that prepares us mm-hmm. um, and it's the Lord that equips us and it's the Lord that sends us. And mm-hmm. I, again, common denominator, none of us 
are equipped and are ready and all of us got issues right. apart from him mm-hmm. i mean we all have sinful desires uh, anybody that says that they don't they're lying mm-hmm. um yeah. but it's, it's it's the lord that keeps us as long as we c- continue to submit to him um grow close you know we come closer to him and we deny ourselves Mm-hmm. Um, and, mm-hmm. and, and again, the Lord doesn't send us because we're qualified because we're not, but he sends us because he chose to use us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and we're, the only time we're going to be perfect is when we get, when we, when Christ come back and redeem us. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, those are just all excuses that we will make because yeah. ultimately here's what the real issue is. If I'm telling you that I'm just saying that I don't want to submit. Right. Yeah. That, that, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. One of the, um, things i just thought about with the whole e-church thing too that could be a possible stumbling block even is that when you're in that e-church i'm content with going to e-church i don't need to be in a fellowship well now where's your accountability absolutely um because now you know if you're living in sin and you're just coming back to e-church every single day but you're habitually sinning it's like well you know i'm 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 doing it's almost like a confession Hmm. and then you just keep on you know what i mean yeah but whereas and even some uh church environments aren't as um intimate to know and speak about these types of things so that there's church discipline and correction but like that is part of our walk is like Mm Yeah. you should want to uh be held accountable um and all that type of stuff and want to be on one accord i was talking to you earlier about judges i mean uh joshua man there's this account in joshua where there was three tribes of israel who were allotted their land like gad manasseh one other one and they joshua was like all right just go get your land now take it over and when they got up there they built the altar mm-hmm. and the way that the writer presents it, he he knew the fullness of the story, but he presented it so we could see their viewpoint. The other children of Israel thought that they built the altar to another god, so they straight up were like, they, it says like they got ready to war against oh, Gad and yeah. Manasseh and whoever wow. else it was. Yeah. Like but like some, alarm, right? but yeah, but like some some elders went up there just to confirm like, hey, oh, yeah. it's about to go down. What are y'all doing? Yeah. And they told them like, no, we just erected that because we wanted to make sure when your ancestors and your future generations were born, because we're on this side of the Jordan, and we're so far that they would know that hey, we're part of the twelve tribes too, and huh. you know, don't yeah. think we're like some wow. Canaanites or something yeah. like that. Yeah. But like I'm saying that because it's like you see how important oneness is. Yeah. Like they were re- ready to straight up like. Oh, y'all are idol worshiping? Nope. Get out of here. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and Paul talks about, you know, hand that man over to Satan, you know, for the for the uh, saving of his soul. If, if if someone's in habitual sin, all this type of stuff. You can't you can't experience that if you're just chilling in the house doing your thing. Yeah. And even on what you're saying on a more modern um, platform. So even when we get to the New Testament church. Um, just the the, the governing the, the governing of one another, mm-hmm. even when it's not you know because again, like accountability in regards to sin is 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 a strong thing as well. But even if you and I have um, some type of a disagreement, yeah, um, and, and these are some benefits in being in the community. Mm-hmm. The community is supposed to be a government within itself. So the Bible says that we're not to sue one another. Mm-hmm. We're not to go to a worldly court, mm-hmm. but we should be able to come to um, our local assemblies or the, the others who are like believers, and mm-hmm. they are to um, handle disputes between. He one said, another. "There's none wise enough among you to settle right. this to dispute." Settle this, right. to settle this. <laughs> 
He yeah. says, like, you're going to be sitting around judging angels and you can't handle this with each other. So when we start talking about the whole responsibility of the community, mm. um, when it comes to accountability, we should be able to come to the community to handle all disputes mm-hmm. and, and all of those particular matters. If you've, if you've done something that has caused an offense, I should be able to take you to the community. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and those are, again, those are benefits. And then even when the community itself, mm-hmm. um, wow. when it comes to going into benefits. battle. Benefits. Yeah, yeah, there's benefits in being part of a community mm-hmm. um people do it like in college people yeah. um will uh pledge to sororities and um, um, um fraternities uh-huh. for the benefits for the benefits got you because here mm-hmm. it is those are communities mm-hmm. yeah um then people join the military yeah. uh people join uh, the police force fire departments all of these particular age uh, agencies mm-hmm. there's benefits in those individual communities mm-hmm. by being a part of that there's no difference um, you know, when it comes to being a part of God's community, there's benefits. Um, we're stronger in numbers. Yeah. I mean, it's just, there's just, because yeah, ultimately you see God glorified more. Absolutely. Even mm-hmm. through the absolutely. handling and uh, yeah. disputes and all yeah. of that, you, you get to witness yeah. him working things out and helping you overcome suffering. Yeah. Like yeah. it's totally, totally about him at the end of the day, but the fullness of, ah, go ahead, Julia. No, I was thinking <laughs> of an analogy of um, Thanksgiving, right? We typically go visit someone with his friends or family, that kind of thing. Um, how would we feel about if we had certain family members, you know, or ourselves say, hey, you know, I'm going to just Skype. I'm going to Skype home. Mm. <laughs> you can. Right. But it's not the same as cool, you open mm. the door, you can smell mom's cooking yeah. on the stove. It's just something. Hey, you, almost you, can't, you, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You almost can't put your finger on it, but mm. it's like, you know, you got to be there. That looks good. And watch this. I think that's, yeah. And that's beautiful that you said that. Yeah. My All of my family is in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And I'm not able to make it home every holiday. Mm-hmm. So some holidays I will FaceTime. Mm-hmm. And they'll pass the phone or the computer or the tablet around to everybody and I get to say hi. Yeah. And I get to say hi and I get to say hi. But I'm not there. Yeah, it's I'm, bye. Yeah, and it's bye. And mm-hmm. I'm not there to experience the yeah. loudness of my family. Mm-hmm. Right. I can sit back on the, I can smell the food like you said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm not facetiming home as a replacement for as the replacement for being home i'm just not able to get there so it's able to kind of like supplement this for a little bit but best believe next christmas or the next holiday i'm coming home yeah wow so i can be part of the community i can actually Mm -hmm. hug my mom yeah Yeah. (laughs) versus talking to her through a screen Wow. Um, you know, so again, there's nothing wrong with it. It helps, especially, you know, we got military people that's all overseas mm-hmm. and they get to see their kids and their wife or their husband or whatever, but nothing beats when they walk through the door and they actually yeah. feel that embrace and hug like a real hug and yeah. it's not like some virtual thing that we right. made up. Mm-hmm. Such a limited experience mm-hmm. in comparison. Yeah. yeah. Wow. It makes me think about prayer too because I feel like mm-hmm. depending on where people are at, I know that church hurt is a big thing too. Mm-hmm. So I know some people have gravitated towards that because of something you know, mm-hmm. went down that wasn't right at their church or in some other church. But you, we got to find a way to find something, you know, that's mm-hmm. more than, yeah. Um, yeah. Inside. Yeah, really hug somebody. It's yeah. super timely, like you were saying, with coronavirus, because mm-hmm. some people's churches may be shut down for whoever knows yeah. how and long. That's a and great time for you to have, like, you know, some type of technology that, like, right. hey, we couldn't come together today, but we can still come together. Right. It's yeah. a supplement. It's, right. not, it, 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 it's not the main thing. It's mm-hmm. not the main thing. So, yeah, you can't make it a habit after. Yeah. You're like, oh, this is nice. Yeah. Right. I ain't know yeah. about this. Yeah. Yeah. No, I keep, keep going. But I, think, <laughs> I think also, too, it, it also plays a part of, of the culture. So it's not all 
Um, the, yeah. the, 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 the current culture, we, I mean, education is moving online. Mm-hmm. Um, nice you can order food online. Yeah. You don't have to go to restaurants anymore. You can do it from your phone. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you can do so many things through technology. Mm-hmm. So it, it is also part of the culture. So your, your children, they're born into this. Yeah. So they don't even have any idea of what it used to be like. Yeah. And right. by the time they get our age, oh gosh, what are they going to have? Yeah. So their only experience is technology in this mm-hmm. particular form and fashion. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. it's, it, so again, it's, be it, it's part of the culture. Mm-hmm. True. Um, and so, so we have to look at that as well. But the, 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 the glory of God, the, the, the great thing about God is, is that he surpasses all cultures mm-hmm. and all time. Mm-hmm. And there's some things about him that do not change. Um, and again, so when we were looking at, you know, e-church or whatever, I mean, I get it, but God had, the one thing God hasn't changed is that he created us to have a relationship with one another. Yeah. Yeah. So we can physically touch, we can, you know, we can physically be there for each other. Um, and that part hasn't changed. And any one of us that are believers that has his Holy Spirit in us, he's never telling us to go somewhere and be secluded. Mm-hmm. Yeah. that's something that we got going on there may be a legitimate issue somebody did something to you right. or whatever but and I, I can hear somebody saying yeah. Jesus went exactly it? nah that's not what he's saying yeah, yeah. That's, he, he went away yes yeah, he, he went to pray yeah. he came back <laughs> he came back go you can pray it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he did yeah. yes he that's did tell perfect. you to go in the closet <laughs> and pray <laughs> don't do it on the street yes that's not what he's yeah. saying yeah God isn't calling us to be an island amongst ourselves yeah. that's something that, that, that's something that we have going on on the inside of us and it has absolutely because then you know there's the person that says well you know i'm an introvert yeah he knew that when he called you right right <laughs> has absolutely nothing to do with you being introverted within the community right yeah. wow. <laughs> wow. yeah it's powerful yeah man lots of good stuff yeah, thank you julia sure. good yeah. topic yeah, yeah any closing topic. closing thoughts wrap it up i've closed all my thoughts oh <laughs> it could be closed already <laughs> <laughs> oh you mean like that yeah, oh, I mean, sorry. like we're wrapping up the you oh know. the wrap up the Jason wrap up Mark yes. Jason wrap up. Oh, I forgot gosh. exactly the words you used, but <laughs> that was my spin. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> I'm glad we don't do this live. Man of God, uh, right? The man of God. Would you close us out? Would you give the benediction? <laughs> oh, wow. Give my doxology. That was him who was able no. to present you. Yo, no, no, no. <laughs> Literally, I'm about to say he's the wrong person. The wrong person. Oh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, Tim was able. Oh, man. All right, guys. We, uh, yeah. we have, I think, collectively come to the conclusion today that <laughs> there's nothing wrong with e-church yeah. in and of itself. But more importantly, there is something good and great and godly about fellowship. And that should be what is on your hearts and minds when it comes to mm-hmm. um, interacting or not interacting with uh, people in a physical church or physical setting, home church, whatever you want to call it. Um, we should um, seek to, if you, if you don't, if you're on the fence even, seek yeah. to understand um, why God has arranged things the way he has in terms mm-hmm. of fellowship like G was saying, read the book of Acts even, see what the first church was doing um, and how they um, devoted themselves to doing mm-hmm. things together and for each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yep, we we just want to leave you with that tidbit. Mm-hmm. Uh, stay safe, Perel up. Yep. And go back to church when it's all over. Yeah. All right, gang. See ya. Later. Good night. Good night.
Thank you guys for checking out this episode of the Word in the World podcast. We hope you guys enjoyed it. Please remember to rate, review, subscribe, and repost with the hashtag the Word X the World podcast. Also, we'd love to hear from you, so please send your questions, comments, praise reports, and testimonies. Basically, any and everything. We just want to talk to you guys. Send everything to contact us at thewordxtheworld.com. Have a great week, and be sure to check out next week's episode. Peace.